Bets brought to you by BetStamp, where we use that BetStamp app to find the best odds available across all the different sports books. And these are our picks for Friday, June the 24th, the first time that we are ever doing our show uh, for Friday. Uh, we decided, we made a collective decision that, you know, Thursday, Thursday is a, it's a good day for sports. It generally is. But then, uh, you know, Friday games, we, we just want to be able to get that action in for the weekend. So we're going to we're going to stick now from moving on forward on Fridays. This is our, our picks for June 24th. I'm your co-host, Josh Elijah. To my left this time in the flesh, Mikey Fulmer. Mikey, how you doing, buddy? What's up, boys? Buddy, it's... Yeah, uh, I'm on your left today. I'm a little tripped out. Yeah, you're on the left. You're on the left. Uh, we're doing this. We're doing this live in person here. Um, it's been a, it's been a couple weeks since we've had you on the show. We took a bit of a hiatus to kind of uh, regroup things over the last week, so... Uh, it's uh, it's good to be back in action here. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Down in Windsor, it's in Nashville. Had to let you boys spread your wings for a few weeks and though. Nasty Nashville. How was that? Uh, Gong Show. I don't remember, but it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Took oh, me for everything. Quite a glad time. to be back in my fucking humble abode here with the family and uh, operating like a normal civilized human again. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, I totally get that. Get the sweats out of you. Back to reality yeah. over here. As I sit, my as you take, as we take a sip of a delicious yup in your gut. Um, and then obviously we have our boy up in the corner there. Birdman couldn't do without you. How you Yo. doing, buddy? Good. How's it going, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's uh, it's just good to be back. Good to be back on this uh, on this grind. And I, uh, I I I gotta say, very stoked to have this guy on the show. Um, figuring that when we reformatted and moved this over to the Friday. Uh, that we have to get what a bet stamps own onto the show. Uh, so we have Zach Phillips from Bet Stamps. Zach, buddy, thank you so much for jumping on the show. How you doing? I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me. Pretty excited to be here. I know, like once we added you to uh, to the Bet Stamp program, we've seen all the picks come through. Josh and I have been looking at all the videos, editing stuff that goes out. So looking at all the picks, seeing it going up on our socials. So pretty yeah, excited man. to be able to do this. Oh, buddy. I mean, we couldn't we couldn't do it without you guys. Um, and like, man, I just feel like it's you know, a couple months in now. And this uh, this partnership has been um, nothing, nothing short of spectacular. So it's uh, it's been great. And honestly, we've been making a couple bucks. I feel like we've had a couple had a couple really fucking trash weeks. But hey, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's gambling. That's, that's the fucking, nature of the gambling. Yeah. And, you know, especially like when we do use line shopping and we use, you know, that stamp app that we're actually getting the most return for our money here. Um, so again, for all the listeners, for anyone that, that, you know, tunes in week in, week out, you know the drill. You go to betstamp.app slash Ontario and use that promo code DB2 uh, to get access to all of those sports books and all the different sign-up bonuses that are available and make sure that you use that BetStamp app to uh, be able to do all the line shopping and get the most bang for your buck. And if you're out of the province, obviously, just go over to your account and add that referral code DB2. Uh, now, Zach, I, I would love to hear a little bit more background on you um, and and how like maybe like even just like how you got into 
um, the whole bet stamp world, and uh, I guess maybe where you started when it came to sports gambling. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, well, I grew up playing sports. I played high level hockey and lacrosse, uh, didn't really pan out, ended up going to just, I went to Western university, ended up there. Yeah. Yeah. So I was there doing, uh, the BMOS program. And then about partway through my third year, I was kind of like, yeah, I don't really want to specialize in any of this stuff. I don't really know if I want to be in exactly consumer behavior or anything. So I just went to the uh, academic counselor. I was like, all right, what can I do if I don't want to do this? And she basically was like, all right, well, we have this program. Nobody really does it, but uh, you can call it a cross-disciplinary. You major in business, but you take whatever else you want. So I just started taking graphic design, some video editing stuff, learning how to build websites. There's some stuff I had interest in before, but it wasn't really anything that I knew too much about. And then started doing that, graduated, and I graduated during the beginning of COVID. That was my graduation year uh, out of university. And I was like, all right, well, I don't know what I'm going to do already. And now nobody's hiring. People are actually firing people. Like, there's not any jobs out there. Everyone's so, laid off, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll figure this out. I went and uh, started landscaping. I was It was a summer job that I was doing, like, between years at university. Started mm-hmm. doing that again. And then I was just like, I don't really know what I want to do or where I'm going to go with this. But I had some things I enjoyed. I enjoyed sports. I made my own podcast at that point and just said, all right, I'm going to go all in on this. And then the more I started grinding on my own podcast, it led me to an opportunity to start the Leafs Digest YouTube show. Mm -hmm. I started that. And then I had both podcasts going at the same time. And I was just grinding away on both. And then I saw an opportunity with Betstamp. They were hiring a student intern for a, um, a graphic design position. I had no like professional experience or anything, but I just said, all right, I'm going to try. They'll see that I'm not a student when I apply. We'll see what happens. Uh, The guy got back to me within like a day or two and he said, yeah, we want to interview you. I said, okay, cool. Got in the interview. I said, by the way, I'm not a student. He said, yeah, no worries. We know that. (laughs) And then (laughs) that's kind of how I started with Betstamp. So I just kind of took a shot at it. I had built up all the other things using my own YouTube and, producing mm-hmm. podcasts and all that kind of stuff. And then it just led me to be in the position of doing something I actually enjoy, really enjoy doing every day. But as far as the betting, it, it's as simple as this. The yeah. day that I became legal to bet, I made a bet three, six, five account. And that's where I started. Like that was yeah. just it. I, I became yeah. legal and I made an account. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, um, I mean, yeah, when I, I guess, I guess we're a couple of years older than, than you, but uh, when I first started finding out about like, this isn't an option, you can actually, because up until that point, my idea of sports betting was like, I needed to find some greasy bookie that yeah. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere yeah. in Woodbridge, like some fucking greasy dude, <laughs> uh, slick back hair and a white beater that would take my, that would take my bets. And I, I, I've done that before. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that's yeah. kind of for me. Yeah. 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 Well, well, you guys have then. actually done that? Like, Oh yeah. yeah. Oh that's- yeah aging ourselves but oh, yeah. yeah that's that's exactly how it started there was not a lot of options back in the day <laughs> i will say in my first year at university i got a message one day out of the blue from a kid i went to high school with from woodbridge kid and he dm me and he's like hey man you know a lot about sports do you want to be a bookie and i was like ah no hell no <laughs> like, well um that's that's uh that's great i mean like we can definitely relate to that too 
um, especially starting up this podcast in the middle of the pandemic, really. I mean, that's how this really all started. Um, I mean, for me, like, like doing stand-up, um, it was not a thing um, at all throughout the pandemic for obvious reasons, and I just needed some sort of uh, creative outlet. And then that's when, uh, you know, I ended up chatting with you and chatting with Jesse, and we put our minds together and uh, started, started up with this podcast. And it was always that that um that option to be able to go and do sports bets and we talk about sports betting on our show often enough but um a lot of the times as you know there's a lot of stuff that goes into editing an episode and making sure that it's that's top quality um so to be able to you know be able to pump out episodes um and and have our talk like our, our takes on different bets it really just didn't make sense for us to talk about it on the regular show so that's when we decided to like start our own little betting show and that the timing just ended up being perfect with, with bet stamp as well. So um, definitely very appreciative of the opportunity. And it's, it's great that we are now here, you know, you know, chopping it up and talking about our picks and whatnot, um, which is great. And I, I know our audience is always listening to me preach about line shopping, but can you give us any of your sort of tips about, you know, when it comes to your style of betting and, and talk a little bit more about line shopping if you can. Uh, yeah. So base like line shopping is something, and I know you guys are, have been preaching it, but it genuinely is the easiest way to win more money and lose less money every time you're placing bets. And like, I've had different examples of it with some of my friends. Cause I didn't really understand until I started. And then I was seeing these guys and they're like, Hey, open these accounts, started doing that, going through the, using our site, using our app. And then I was like, well, the easiest way is, hey, you you want to place a bet on a team that's plus a hundred, and you're gonna put ten bucks on it. You're you're gonna make ten bucks back, but then you go and find another one that's plus one twenty. You're literally just making two dollars more by betting on the exact same thing and betting the exact same amount. And then once they started kind of explaining that, and obviously as your unit size goes up, like you start betting into the fifties, hundreds to like, whatever, it's just multiplies how much more you're actually making each time. And I was like, why would I miss out on easy money that I could be making when I could just sign up another, add another book, put 20 bucks in there. And then I want to bet $2, $5 at a time. Like I'm going to make more money each time. Uh, yeah. So when I started doing it, that was quickly how i started building up a lot more bankroll and like my bankroll is kind of collectively across all the different books is what i consider like how much do i have at once across all of them then obviously looking down into each but it's just like i started winning more money little bit by little bit and genuinely when i started betting at betstamp i was i was betting two dollars at a time like now i'm up to i'm betting ten dollars but it's just kind of like what i'm comfortable with doing on a nightly basis and i'm playing as many games so i'm betting a lot more but it's just like i was able to grow to a point where i can comfortably bet ten dollars at a time just because i built up little bit by little bit so the line shopping aspect the other thing that i will say too with the line shopping is that if you look across different books a lot of times you can start to figure out if something is actually going to be a good bet. Um, and like one thing you can look at is there's different books on here that are considered sharp books. And if you know what they are, or you like figure out uh, Pinnacles, Low Vague, those ones, those are kind of like what the numbers should be fair value. And if the book that you're going to bet at has a worse line than that, a lot of times it's not going to be the best bet. So you can stay away from certain things like that. Or if it's significantly better than those books, 
then you can find ways to be like, okay, yes, this is a doable bet for me, or I want to do this. Like, even if it's just a game that you do want to bet on, you're not just looking to go and make money that night, but it's like, hey, I want to bet on the Leafs. They're plus 160 tonight. Pinnacle has them plus 120. Yeah, there's good value there. I can find something like that. So you can start to figure out just by looking at books that you want to bet on compared to other books where value is. Right, exactly. And what do you, what would you say to, you know, a lot of the, like a lot of my friends as well, and just people that I know that might be a little bit hesitant to have all these multiple books. Like they had their bet three, six, five that they've had since they started sports betting. And, you know, just opening up another book might be, uh, you know, just too much of a daunting task. Is there any sort of advice that you can give to people that might think that way? Uh, yeah, just start small. Like it doesn't have to be tomorrow morning you wake up and open up 10 books. Uh, but if you have only bet three, six, five today, maybe when you hear this podcast, open up Betway and then start with the two and then you'll see there's differences in the lines in the two and then, okay, now you can kind of figure some stuff out from the two. And now maybe you're in, in a position to open up a third. You don't have to go crazy and open up all 10 right away, but open up more than one is really what I would say the starting point is. It doesn't have to be a crazy number. Just open up more than one and then see where it goes. And you don't have to put in a ridiculous amount into each one either. Like put 20 bucks into your Betway account and start there. Yeah. That's, that's what I noticed too. When we were getting set up, like you have 50 bucks and say bet three, six, five best, best spot is let's say, what is it? Bet nine, nine. Yeah. You know what? If you, if you're really that stressed about it, pull 20 out, put it back into your checking account. And then set up the account with the new one. Plus, you're going to get fucking some sort of bonus. Exactly. And all it takes yeah. is a three-second click. And you're set. If you're yeah. worried about having to take more money and adding more money to your betting on just take it out of the other one. If they, like, yeah. take 10, 15 bucks, whatever it is. Because you're going to get a bonus on it. And you're going to get a better line. It's as easy as that, right? So, I mean, at first, I was a little kind of like, yeah, but do I really want all these open? But, like, just move it's a little bit of money around. Totally and sense. and you, get, you get the bonus and you get the better line. So, yeah. it's simple. I mean, you yeah. go out of your way to get cheap gas. Like it's fucking you can, you're opening up another. <laughs> go out of your way to get better odds yeah. as well. Yeah, but I'm a cheap. Well, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you, you go to the for cheap gas and then actually spend up spend more on the cheap gas for driving out there. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it's going to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, well, uh, again, great to have you on the show here. Let's jump right into it. Then we have our picks here. Uh, moving forward, we're going to be doing our picks on Fridays. So recording Thursday nights and setting them up for Fridays. I think that also gives us opportunities for any other um, games that are happening on Saturday as well. Um, they'll hopefully get into some Uf- UFC fights as well. Um, well, the odds are going to be available for us on Thursday nights. So um, really looking forward to uh, now launching this on Fridays. Uh, but here are our picks now for Friday, June 24th. And man, we couldn't have had better timing because this will be our final opportunity to uh, to bet on the Stanley Cup Finals um, Wednesday night. I guess uh, we the Colorado Avalanche ended up coming from behind, taking Tampa Bay. Um, so now you have picks here for Game Five. Um, let's start with uh, who you got on the money line. Okay, first one I'm going to go with is the Tampa Bay on the money yeah. line there right now I'm finding them at plus 160 at bet 365. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty comfortable with that. I know that they're going into Colorado and full transparency here. I think Colorado will win this series. I think yes. they will close it out, whether it goes to six or seven at this point. 
Um, my only hope really, or my thought was for Tampa to win this one, they would have had to tie it to two. I just don't think they can win three of the next four against Colorado. But that being said, going into Colorado tomorrow night, or I guess tonight when this comes out, there's going to be a lot of different things for me where I think Tampa Bay has been a very, very hard out over the last two going into this one, three playoffs. They obviously won the last two Stanley Cups, but even when they've been in positions where they're in elimination games, facing elimination, every single guy on their team, and especially their goaltender, has stepped up and elevated his game. And then I look at that, how they've performed traditionally over the last little while. And then I add in the fact that they lost the way that they did in that last game in game four with the uh, the overtime too many men. I'm not really sure what you guys' position on it is, but I know that Tampa Bay was really pissed off. I know John Cooper was extremely pissed off. And I right. think it's just like a little bit of fire into them where they're like, hey, we yeah. got robbed. And it's maybe yeah. they don't win this series, but at least push it another one. That's kind of where I'm coming at it. Uh, from and I think at plus 160 I like that number I'm pretty happy with it even though it is on the road I think Tampa Bay will get one they haven't won in Colorado on this series yet and it's time for one yeah I like that too I like I can't I can't make a decision on this bet which way to go so if you're getting 160 you're going that way right if it's a coin flip you take you take the line so yeah, I, I was first of all about about the too many men on ice. Um, it is unfortunate that was the refs bad. Unfortunately, that's not a reviewable play. Um, I I've seen some highlights that apparently like Tampa didn't they have something like seven people on the ice? I was gonna I, say, dude, I think it happens all the time. Like, am I wrong to say that they that it's that happens every shift of the game? The people that aren't involved in the play are kind of just fading on yeah. off the ice. I mean, yeah. That'd be such a ticky tacky call to make in a fucking Stanley Cup game. Overtime, yeah. And it gets the... reviewed because a guy's four seconds away, fucking half skating to the bench. Fuck off. No, he that was. Is a... He was right at the boards too, and not even a part yeah. of the yeah, play. It's like not everyone a count. was it's all. Not a count. The the argument though uh, that I saw after, because I saw that same thing, and I agree with you guys on that. Like where he was when that happened, like whatever that's irrelevant the argument that i saw though was that Kadri came off while mckinnon was past like the five feet that you're allowed for the change okay. and then it took him five seconds to get to the boards and in that time Kadri went and got the puck made a play that was that. the argument yeah made a play on the puck that was the argument that i saw because at the time that the goal scored like it's beyond irrelevant where he is but yeah, it was that he's the guy who changed for mckinnon coming off when that got into the play while he's fucking yeah. halfway. Yeah, he's almost yeah. Like the half wall. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's something that they're gonna actually make reviewable after oh, this? God, I hope not. No, I hope yeah. not. If they make that yeah. reviewable, man, think the reason that they made the offside challenge reviewable was because Matt Duchesne was egregiously like 10 feet offside on a breakaway, and somehow nobody sees it. And now we're challenging to see if a guy's foot is a hair over the line and it takes yeah. five minutes. It's like, if you're going to add this for the two men, yeah. where are you going to draw the line exactly. on shift? Yeah. 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 Can't be managed. No. Yeah. It's no. just gets ridiculous. But the only thing adding on to the too many men that was hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw this on the official stats after the game or when the goal was recorded, they gave six players on Colorado a plus. 
as though there were six guys yeah, on right. the ice. It showed up on the score sheet. I saw yeah. that. I did yeah. see that. <laughs> that, yeah. looks, ugh, that looks pretty bad. Uh, yeah, it's not a good look. <laughs> this is a bad bounce. Um, uh, yeah. Don't add up. No, no, no. Well, that being said, I mean, I, I, I 100% agree with you. I, I think they're going to come out guns a blazing. They're pissed off. They, they got something to prove, and they're down three-one in this series. I agree. I can definitely see them winning the next two. Like, if, if they win, if they win in Colorado, and then they win in Tampa, um, going back to Colorado, but then Colorado finishing it in seven. I mean, I hope that's what happens because I just want as much hockey, hockey as possible. So. Um, but that being said, though, and Bert and I talk about this uh, often when we, when we talk about Vasilevsky, is that um, you just you don't really see him go back to back losses, which you know is the first time that we're seeing that we saw it in this series. I mean, they went down 2-0 um, in Colorado. Do you so? Do you think that was just a, like a blip, and then he comes back, and and then now um, has he has to have like the performance of his life, really? Um, you foresee that potentially being like a thing where he actually now, that now loses back-to-back games or. Uh, well, I'm hoping not cause I'm going to be betting on Tampa tomorrow, but uh, like, as far as it goes, I, he is human and throughout this playoffs more than ever, it's kind of been shown that he is a little bit, he's allowed, he allowed seven goals in that game. They got shut out seven, nothing in game two. Uh, back to the Rangers series, he let in five or more multiple times. Back to the Leaf series, he let in five or more. Like it, yeah. it, he got sh- it sh- was shown that he was human. But uh, it is the Stanley Cup Finals, and you're facing elimination. I think that this is a different Andre Va- Andre Vasilevsky coming into this one. Um, yeah, I think he just turns it on to a different level when he gets in these positions. I don't think he loses back to back in this one. I think he turns it, he comes out and is just a monster tomorrow. I should have rephrased this because we were, we were talking. Uh, the reason why I asked that is because we're talking about the over under for Vasilevsky's uh, total saves. And mm. um, it is not something that we're going to end up touching, but we were discussing it beforehand and uh, having him at 33 and a half and bet, uh, bet three, six, five has him at minus minus one twenty five for over 33 and a half saves. And uh, what were the stats that you were telling me before that there are um, he's made 30 or more saves in each game? Uh, so, uh, no, the Colorado Avalanche have had 30 or more shots in every game. Uh, yeah. The only game that he kind of really got shelled on, I think he dropped below 28 saves, was the game that they lost 7 nothing. He made 23 on 30 shots. Uh, but there's kind of a multitude of things here. You, as you said, he's going to have to have probably one of, if not the performance of his life, uh, going in there to win this game. And then the other thing is that Colorado at home, they're going to be juiced up and they're going to want to close out this series. So I, I foresee them coming out firing and kind of combining those things with Colorado is going to be amped up. They're going to want to close this out. Vasilevsky is going to have to be a monster he's gonna have to be what he's been for the last two playoff years yeah i think that it's gonna be one of those ones where it could get up there potentially like 35 36 shots against and i don't really see him letting in more than two in tomorrow's game i kind of think he's gonna just shut it down completely yeah i am a little cautious of the line at 33 and a half the over it is sitting at minus 125 i think it's a little expensive where it's at he has not it hasn't been a complete like yeah just firing of pucks at him yet 
but I do think that it's going to be kind of coming towards that situation where he might just play the game of his life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's something, yeah, it was, it was interesting, but um, at the end, at the end of the day, 33 and a half, that is just, <laughs> it's, it's tough, tough to take either the over or the under on it. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, uh, but it yeah. is interesting if you do want to play. It's hard, way. right? Yeah, yeah. Any, any which way the game goes, like if Colorado goes up, I mean, he's letting in a few, then they might get a little bit more defensive and that number drops. Yeah. But if you like the Bolts winning, you got to like him making a bunch of saves and you like got to like the abs pressing throughout the game. So yeah. you want to go over there, but you're also going to pay a bit of a premium. Like if you're at 125. Yeah. So that's yeah. So it's tough. It's yeah. tough. And the reason why I bring it up is that if you did want to parlay that with, um, with bet three, six, six, five. So if you go bolts money line and then parlay in over 33 and a half option, it's an option, yeah. uh, not one that we're going to recommend or take. I think we're just going to stick with that bolts money line plus one sixty. I do have another uh, player prop here. I do have another player prop here for you guys, by the way, as well. Uh, tomorrow on Bet99, as part of Bet Stamp, we will have a Nathan McKinnon anytime goal score boosted uh, or bumped. So if you guys yeah. are looking for that, make sure you use your DB2 codes to go sign up for Bet99 if you haven't already. And then you mm -hmm. can go and uh, hit that McKinnon anytime goal score. Do you have that boosted odd for us here tonight, right now, or is that something? No, that that'll be something that comes out in the morning. Usually yeah. what happens is we get those lines uh, across all the markets, determine with them where we're at, and then we uh, we find a line that we're all happy with, but Perfect. won't have that until tomorrow morning. So for everyone listening to this tomorrow morning as well, um, make sure that you know when you're done listening to this episode, go check out Bet99 and see those boosted odds because, man, I'm... <laughs> I, I fucking love him. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Definitely going to hammer that. Please do. Um, all right. Moving on to a little bit of baseball. Um, we're going to, we're going to talk here about our, about our beloved Jays as they go into their weekend series. Um, uh, tell us about your pick there, Zach. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to take Jays money line uh, in this one. I'm finding it right now. The best line in the regulated market is DraftKings minus 145. Um it's not as important in, in baseball as it is in some of the other sports, but Milwaukee is coming off a of back-to-back. -back. They did play today, and the Jays, yeah. uh, they have a, had a rest day today. Their bats have been pretty hot. They've been scoring a lot of runs in the last couple of games, and then I'm looking at them. They have a nice rest day, and you're going into Milwaukee with Alec Manoa on the mound. Him and the rest of the relievers, the closers, they all get some time off, rest those arms. I think the Jays come out tomorrow. They look... I'm. They've looked pretty good to me other than really their pitching. And then you throw Manoa on the mound, who's been their best pitcher all season long. Oh yeah. I think Jay's money line minus 145 at DraftKings is a good play. I'm I like I'm pretty happy with that number. Anytime Manoa is pitching, I'm I always toss money on the Jays. Like it's just automatic. Like you're <laughs> yeah. the odds of winning that are so high. Like I think he's got like one loss this year, maybe. If that yeah. or he might be I don't even know. Yeah. And he's got a 2.0 ERA. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's psycho. Eight and two record against Hauser, who's uh, four and seven. So I mean, there, there you go, right there. Um, yeah. And yeah, you got to, you got to look at there. You got to look at the Brewer schedule as well as the Jays. The Jays definitely. I mean, man, yeah, the, to drop nine runs on uh, on the White Sox to, you know, come out on a positive in that series. And um, and you know, it, it was a tough series in Chi Town. It was it was tough. Yeah. Um, 
but you, they are putting up runs, and and you know I uh, I definitely like that. Um, the Jays are um, we're going to be going to be talking a lot about the Jays in the coming months, so um, definitely uh, definitely do like that play. Uh, so again, Blue Jays money line uh, minus one forty five available on DraftKings, and those are the best odds in the market. Um, do you often play the run line, or do you generally stick money line? No, I'll play the run line. Uh, it kind of just depends where it's at right now. Like I'm looking around, I'm seeing it at what, like 114 on pinnacle and that's best line in market. And at the 114 to win by two or more, it, I, I'm not really sure. Um, I think I would have to see the odds go up a little bit more, which tomorrow morning or by the time this comes out, it might be at, it, it, there will be some movement. So I wouldn't be surprised if it moves in that direction. Um, yeah. And then at that point I would consider it, but I definitely do like run lines. They're also just fun because at that point, like end of the game, maybe you're sweating out a one run game and team gets a guy or two guys on base and looking for something like that. Just a little extra excitement in it. Oh man. No, I, that was, that was just like the Jays game Wednesday afternoon when the, when they were up, uh, they were up like nine, nothing. And then it was nine, two, then nine, four, nine, five. And then I find the Jays at minus two and a half. That's the run line at that point. And I'm like, the odds were at like minus one Oh eight, I believe on bet nine, nine. And I'm like, um, I'm taking this. I'm sorry. Like Adam Simber kind of stunk it up. And then they had Thornton come in and, and just shut it right down. Uh, and then so I'm like, now I'm now I got a four run, uh, I got a four run lead, and um, and my my odds are at minus two and a half. Like that is a very nice live play. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I I do like to play the run line, but it, it is tough because you look sometimes you'll see some sports book that have the Jays um, at plus one and a half for the Friday game, uh, but the odds are horrible. But then you know, other sports books will have them at minus one and a half. Um, run yeah. line can be play um that's why I, I do think that you know the money line here is probably the best play at minus 145 on DraftKings. um thanks for those zach um we are uh we actually have our, our baseball pick here as well um this one's coming from our boy mick and uh we're, he's he's all juiced up over he, he likes the astros he really does and i mean i don't blame him because they play fucking good baseball and then it's the fucking yankees and this is gonna be one hell of a Ooh. series break it Break yeah. it down for us, uh, because oh. because we got you were saying something crazy like they're seeing a lot of each other in the next ten days. Yeah, no, I I it's a little bit on emotion too because I'm a Verlander guy, being a Detroit uh, Tiger. Yeah, born and raised. Yeah, um, yeah. But I like Verlander coming in there on a Friday night. I think they got a two series coming up in the next ten days, and that's all they'll see each other until probably the ALCS. Mm -hmm. um, Verlander going against Severino. I know the Yankees have been mashing. I think that Verlander, with his experience, he's pitched a lot of big games there, kind of going to bring out the competitive juices in both these teams, knowing that uh, they'll be seeing each other in probably September or October. Um, both pitchers have been going good. I like uh, Verlander going deeper into the game. Money line, you're getting a plus value there, a plus 105, at bet 9-9. I got to take the Astros there, money line with Verlander on the hill. Probably questionable, though, for a lot of people with the Yankees at home on a Friday night. I just think that going toe-to-toe, -to -toe, the more experienced stud pitcher. Ah, and the Verlander's Astros. been really good. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, There's really always, good. I put, put him in a, a, on a Friday night at Yankee Stadium. I like him I like him going deep, and I like him uh, keeping it to seven innings, fucking two earned runs. They're going to win 5-2. Uh, <laughs> Very specific. It. I like it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no. 
and like you said, he's no stranger to that big atmosphere as well, playing yeah. at Yankee Stadium, and he's going to come in, he's going to bash. I, I, I think I, the team's going to feed on him too because he's going to get on the mound and he's going to mean business, and it's going to be raucous, and it's, uh, I know, I, I it's going to have a little early June but playoff atmosphere. It's, it's, it's going to be, be nice. It'll be the first series that you see, I think, this year where uh, you start to envision playoff baseball, which, yeah. will be, which will be a treat to watch. That's another reason I bet the. Pick, pick pick a team and bet it just because if you're going to watch a little baseball, at least catch the first four innings before the hockey game. It's, uh, that's the game to watch. I mean, yeah, I've I've been loving Jordan Alvarez and obviously Jose Altuve being an all-star that he is. Um, I'm I'm definitely I'm, I'm, I like watching the Astros. I gotta say, oh, I know they're yeah. pieces of shit, but I I I, I like bet I like betting them. I like betting them. I do, and I mean, I can't stand the Yankees either. So maybe that's based off a little bit of emotion as well too. Yeah. Um, Don't forget the Astros mashed on the Yankees in those series that uh, they were caught cheating at Yankee Stadium, so they actually couldn't be cheating, but they still took care of business. So uh, I'm coming to my cheating Astros or not, they're a pretty uh, pr- pretty good club. We'll just say that. Yeah. Fun game to bet too. If you want a little action with the uh, and the Avs or the, the Lightning, yeah, that's a, that's a nice little that's a little nice little action on Friday night. A little fruit and yogurt parfait with the cheater cheater pumpkin eaters. Um, yeah. <laughs> Zach, any thoughts on that game at all? Uh, yeah, I like the Astros as well, especially with Verlander on the mound. I actually had the Astros tonight against the Yankees. They're up six three in the top of the eighth. So, I just was checking on the uh, on the bet stamp apps the score. Pardon? I had Valdez going tonight. I like that. Yeah, yeah. But then uh, the other thing too that I've been looking at is, uh, and you you mentioned the if watch the first four innings, then flip over to the hockey game. Betting first fives has yes. been pretty good as well, um, especially if you can key in on some pitching matchups. If you find an yes. opportunity where a pitcher may maybe uh, like tomorrow night with the Jays, Manoa goes in there, their starting pitcher for Milwaukee is not as strong. Pick off a starting five if you can get some uh, good numbers on that. On that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's something we definitely need to exercise a little bit more. Yeah. Um, sweet. Well, we're going we're gonna to lock it in here. And uh, it's 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 been a couple of weeks, but we're back, baby. Here it is, ding, ding, ding. Our pick and roll, brought to you by obviously DB Two Bets and Betstamp, and we're just using the Betstamp app, and we're finding those best odds that are available across all the different sports books. It's it's what we do week in week out. And um, for the pick and roll, starting off with um, Game Five of the Stanley Cup Finals, we're gonna go with the Bolts money line plus one sixty at Bet three six five. As for our boy Zach Phillips. Uh, we're also going to touch the Jays' money line, minus 145, DraftKings, Alec Manoa going into Milwaukee. Should be a treat. And then we're also going to take the Astros' money line, plus 105, at bet 9-9, as Verlander goes into Yankee Stadium up against the 4-1 Severino. And there you have it, our picks for June 24th. Um, Zach, again, thanks so much for jumping on and uh, sharing a lot of great insights. And uh, obviously, we're, we're going to have to have you guys back on. Got to get you and Josh on the same show and start getting more at Sam Crew uh, on this as well because I I, just, I love picking your brain, and it's, uh, it's uh, definitely a treat to have you on. Hey, thanks so much for having me, guys. I really appreciate it, and I had a blast being on here. Hopefully, these bets win. I mean, yeah. I'm hoping I'm not giving out some losers here, but uh, oh man, yeah, especially <laughs> when we put this stuff on socials and whatnot. I mean, like, it's like yeah. oh yeah, that's Zach Phillips, and he goes zero for three. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll win a couple. I'm I'm sure of it. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe. This is available on all the different platforms that you get your podcast on. 
Uh, again, have yourself a great weekend. Have yourself a fucking fantastic weekend. Have a couple yups. Uh, have a couple beers, a couple cheers. Um, but for Josh Elijah, Mike Fulmer, Zach Phillips, and our boy Birdman, that's DB2Bets for you. Cheers. DB2Bets is brought to you by BetStamp. Visit betstamp.app slash Ontario. Use promo code DB2 to find your favorite sports book. And by Yup Beer, award-winning craft light lager. Visit yupbeer.com to find a store near you. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. everywhere the imagination dares it's for the open-minded the pleasure seeker it's jeff woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality theme-based with special guests blue hotel hotline and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story get a room and listen in at the blue hotel Begins Friday, September 23rd.